2019, May 2019, my twin sister and I were both addicted to cocaine. The addiction got really bad with Gwen um, and really out of control. She was also on painkillers and she has cystic fibrosis related arthritis. So she was on painkillers and just mixing them together. And um, of course, I was I was going through addiction myself, but I wasn't in the deep end. She made a selfish choice and um, unfortunately the addiction got to her brain and she wanted more cocaine. Next thing we know, we come out of the bedroom and she's gone. And I feel often really guilty that I had left my keys on the coffee table. She had taken them and decided to go on her way. Then she was already driving under the influence. She swerved off the road mm-hmm. and um, ended up hitting a pedestrian, Mr. Coppage, and pinning his body against a fence, I believe, and just completely mutilating mutilating it. When you're saying feel like you're you're digging your own grave in there, can you tell mm-hmm. us what, what does that mean? What is that? What's behind those lyrics? That I feel like I'm really harsh on myself mm. and um, it affects my mental health a lot that I'm always constantly very harsh on myself and I always have a weight on myself that right. I create and I feel like that's dragging me down and killing my spirit. Right. So that's basically what it means because if your spirit's dead, you're basically the walking dead. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can be, we're our biggest critics most of the time. And yeah. um, we can be very hard on ourselves. It's good to have high expectations for yourself, but you don't want to beat yourself up all the time. Yeah. yeah especially and, uh, when you come short of something, you know, you can't really let it get to you. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep pushing, keep pushing, because it's always going to be some kind of obstacle oh, yes. that you face. Right. No matter how good you're doing, no matter how bad you're doing, it's going to be an obstacle. Mm-hmm. So you can't let it get to you. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it can be easier said than done, but, you know, practice. just... I'm it, working hard on it. I'm right. work, that's something I'm working on constantly every day of just um, loving myself more and right. not being so harsh on myself. Maybe yeah. just being proud of myself for where I've gotten to and learning that it's okay to feel proud of yourself and that yes. it's not being conceited to feel yeah. proud of Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I often felt like saying, oh, I'm proud of myself, of my accomplishments and that mm-hmm. I'm still here and the obstacles I've kicked ass to and but then i feel like i'm being conceited if i say oh you're doing good like you're actually doing well right so i'm just learning that that's okay to say to yourself and build yourself up absolutely because so many times people magnify our flaws we'll also magnify our flaws but we'll lack celebrating the great things we do yeah you know you don't want to say it out loud because i don't want to come across as you know i'm conceited or i'm full of myself but, you know, in reality, you need to be full of yourself. Exactly. Like, because if, if you're not motivating yourself, who is? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then that energy can be transferred to others. Yes. You know, and uh, I think it's very important. Like, that's not conceited. It's not full of yourself. You need to keep yourself full. We Everyone say cup half empty, cup mm-hmm. half full. You need it to be full. Yep. And who's filling our tank? That's us. Yep. God. You know, whatever you believe in. Oh, I believe in God. Yeah. So that's that's big and major, and that's kind of what I was, you know, getting when I heard that track. I was, I also felt like you was coming from a place where, when you're saying seeing is believing, like some people may have told you some things. You're tired of just being told, but you're not through their actions, you're not seeing it. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of what I was feeling, and also music 
it translates differently. Yeah, no, to I love how you perceive it that way. I love how you're perceiving and feel. Oops, feeling it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love to hear what people think and how it made them feel. Right, right, right. Because some a lot of people don't lie and blow steam up my ass and like like you lying, man. Get out here with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Now, also you uh you brought up um your sister as well, and I know a lot of reasons why. You had this large YouTube following, large social media mm-hmm. following. You guys collaborated on a lot of things. Can you give us a little insight on how she's doing and, you know, uh, how you guys started? We started basically because we always have wanted to be singers and right. actresses. We did community theater for seven years consecutively, The Wizard oh, wow. of Oz. Um, and so we worked on that and... We performed and we were actresses in school plays and other community theater plays. Mm. And um, we grew up on musicals such as The Wizard of Oz, obviously, and The Music Mm -hmm. Man. And just being a little child at five or six years old and um, wanting to do, saying, telling my parents, because my dad was there at the time, but telling my parents how much I wanted to do that with my life. Right. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So we basically started ourselves one day and we... um, we were really embarrassed of having cystic fibrosis for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have friends come over to our house and we would have to hide our machine away mm-hmm. and we would refuse to take our pills. Oh, wow. And it, it was just a, a cloud of shame. We just felt like, I guess, disgusted with ourselves and we didn't want to be judged off of that. Right. Because I feel like, yes, it's a part of me, but it's not who I am. Right. Right. So eventually we, we made a YouTube video about our cystic fibrosis just coming out about the whole thing. Mm, and that's how our YouTube started growing followers. And then, of course, we started writing songs together and recording them on our iPhone and mm-hmm. releasing them on iTunes. And then um, we, had, we, we, we did tons of covers over the years, obviously, as well. Right. And then we got signed to 102 Jams, Waleed Coyote. Um mm-hmm others records right right in 2015 Mm -hmm. um and then she had her accident in 2019 but Mm -hmm. we made a few albums actually in the studio um and a couple eps with the label and it was going very well but um yeah the accident derailed a lot of things it uh aftermath they just dropped me i guess dropped me off the label they just um completely ignored me forever after that um a lot of people migrated out of my life after that. So yeah. they didn't want anything to do with me. Um, yeah. They wanted to get away. They, they basically looped you in with that accident, you know, and they put it upon to, me. Yeah. Right. They still do that to this day. They, which is unfair. Like, okay, that's your twin, but it's not who you are, you know? And also everyone makes mistakes in life. So a lot of times people cast judgment, they cast blame as if they never screwed up or made a, you know, a bad choice in life. And that's something that we got to really, uh, you know, be aware of, you know, the things we cast out on other people. How would you feel if someone just magnified yeah. your lowest moment? And I know yeah. that um, pretty much everyone that's probably watching this has, <clears throat> excuse me, has probably driven under the influence of something and, Some way, yeah. and Some, gotten oh, away yeah. with it and didn't hurt someone, thankfully, or themselves. Right. But you can't really judge someone when you've done the same thing and it could have ended up with the same conclusion. Yes. Right. That's the truth. Yeah. I definitely, uh, drove under influence quite a bit. Right. Yeah. Like a lot. Back then I did too. Yeah. Back, yeah, back then. Like right. And lot. then I even been on the road. I don't smoke or drink, but I've 
driven when I knew I was dead tired. Yeah. I'd driven, dozed off, got back on the road. I could have, I could have harmed someone. I could have harmed myself. Yeah. You know, it was just irresponsible. So, you know, I I'm, I don't have the right to try to judge someone else because I could have done the same thing easily. Yeah, you know, it, it can happen to anybody. And yeah. I feel like people when they make these negative, rude comments like that, they don't really look inside themselves or their mind and take a second to say, "Oh, maybe I fucked up too." Right. It's a deflection mechanism. People deflect on others so others won't look at them. And that's right. no excuse for her accident, of course. Yes, yeah, not. I was Absolutely just saying not. that the reality is. You or your friends, you've been in the car with someone that's been driving under the influence, most yeah. likely. And um, at some point in your life, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I definitely don't put it as an excuse at all or nothing like that. I just want everyone to realize that it can happen to anyone. Yep, anyone you know, at any second. Have some empathy mm-hmm. for the, the victim in the case because obviously their family are the ones that have the biggest right to feel any type mm-hmm. of way. But outsiders looking in, you could be on either side of that coin, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, you just got to have some empathy and just, know, just go on. It so. just, the accident just shattered many people's lives. Yeah. And um, it does hurt me that someone had to lose their life. And I think about it often and I pray for the Mr. Coppage's family. Right, right, um, absolutely. And I really do hope that they're doing okay. I know how hard it is and... I'm still grieving and trying to get through it and learning to be happy again and yeah. not feeling guilty about being happy and yeah. just trying to live my life and realize that I deserve to have a life you and do. I can't, I can't just let this absorb my entire being. Right. Exactly. Right. Now for clarification, um, you know, on my end and others that may not know, uh, what happened? <clears throat> um, in 2019, May 2019, my twin sister and I were both addicted to cocaine for um, about, let's see, four years, I would Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And um, the addiction got really bad with Gwen um, and really out of control. She was also on painkillers and she has cystic fibrosis related arthritis. So she was on painkillers and just mixing them together and... um, it was impacting our career a lot at that point and mm-hmm. our relationship. Um, we broadcasted every day for a living. Oh, wow. And um, she would go on broadcast very, very out of it. And it was completely humiliating and embarrassing for me. And mm-hmm. I would often have to stop the broadcast abruptly and talk to her and say, we're not doing this right now. Right, right, right. We're not doing this right now. And it just got completely out of hand. She wouldn't listen to anyone about anything. Mm-hmm. She just did, what, did whatever she wanted. And of course, I was I was going through addiction myself. Right. But I wasn't in the deep end right. with it. Mm-hmm. That's not an excuse. Or, I'm not making an excuse for it, but right. it wasn't that deep right and i still felt like the responsible one who had to pick her up when she was down and um i always worried if she would wake up at in the morning i always made sure she fell asleep and she was breathing and some nights most nights she would sleep with me just so i knew Mm -hmm. that she was okay yeah and um the addiction just got so bad that um she made a selfish choice and um she came up to my girlfriend and I at the time and asked us if we felt that she was able to drive Mm -hmm. and keep in mind, she didn't even have a license anymore. She had a DUI. She can't drive anyways. Right. right. So we said, absolutely. Hell no, you can't drive. Do you see how you are right now? Right. And we kept 
reiterating it to her. Right. And we thought she got the point because mm-hmm. it seemed like it. She finally was like, oh, okay, you're right. Like, I can't do this. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, the addiction got to her brain and she wanted more cocaine. Yeah. So um, she, my girlfriend and I went to my bedroom to hang out because mm-hmm. we thought everything was cool. She yeah. was fine. Right. And um, next thing we know, we come out of the bedroom and she's gone. And I feel often really guilty that I had left my keys on the coffee table and she had taken them and decided to go on her way. And yeah, that was the impact. And she was already driving under the influence. She swerved off the road Mm -hmm. and um, ended up hitting a pedestrian, Mr. Coppage and pinning his body against a fence, I believe, and just completely mutilating, mutilating it. Um, and I've never seen the scene or anything. Um, it's just, it's traumatic even yeah. trying to envision it in my head. Yeah. But um, So she basically told the police that she was me and she used my license because she didn't have one. And yep, uh, the car was completely totaled. The So you were framed. I was well. framed. Yeah, I was framed and that took a lot to forgive. But I feel like in my soul, I love her more than anything. She really is my best friend. We connect with everything. Mm-hmm. And I know that that wasn't her at that point of time, but um, it took a lot. And I knew in my soul, I couldn't be an angry person forever. And for my mental health and my emotional health and my growth, I really felt that I had to forgive, but I'm not going to forget. Obviously it's right. a lame saying, but I had to forgive. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's for, for your own piece. Just for yeah. myself. I yeah. had to do it because I was tired of being an angry person. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> now, was it hard to get uh, clarification on who it actually was? Because y'all are twins. Um, actually, the police uh, are the hospital. One of them called me and um, mm. said, I need to come down to the hospital. My sister's there. Um, mm. They didn't say that she had accidentally killed someone right right they just said we need to come down so i thought oh she just got in a wreck again i gotta go pick her up right and um so i i walk into the hospital and they go oh there's the real jessa furches like mocking oh, it wow. like oh that's the real jessa furches right there and, and that just really angry they like me. empathy for you and i was like what well. do you mean the real jessa furches like what's going on so that's when i found out what had happened right, right. and damn it was just so traumatic i yeah, people. My whole life just changed completely. Just, just everything was different. Yeah, I mean everything. that's a whole lot of emotions at once that's happening. You know, they they're mocking you. You got this confusion going on. Then you got the emotion behind it when you find out that your sister is in this situation. But then also you feel like you're betrayed. It's like a uh, so many different things, and it, it'll take time for all that to heal. But you know, one thing you said it was hard for you to get over and not. You no, know, blame yourself when it comes to those keys. But you took every initiative, every, you know, you put forth your effort to advise her. It's not a good idea. You've done everything that you could. You know, at the end of the day, we are adults. We make our own decisions. You try to provide some guidance. Um, she made a choice and, you know, didn't follow behind it. And um, also, I know I, I've had family members that's been addicted to cocaine. I have some that were functional cocaine addicts. I had some that were a complete different type of person. No, she 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 would pick her face all the time. Right. So she and was completely I would different. have to literally confiscate the tweezers and put them in a special place so she would wow. stop. Because she was like literally destroying her face. Yeah. Oh, wow. And just standing in the mirror for hours and picking at it. 
creating all these bumps all over mm-hmm. her face. Right. And she was just going mad, like yeah. losing her mind. I mean, drugs can do that, you know, yeah. especially with her mixing things that can be, you know, dangerous. Uh-huh. So, you know, even after after this certain situation, is that what helped you, you know, uh, make it past your cocaine addiction? I'll admit when she first went to prison, um, I was just going through such a hard time that I did. Had to I did get back into it for about a year and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was still functional and right. I was still working on music and um, trying my best just to survive. And I was just a complete emotional wreck. It's just still to this day when I just talk about it, I just get so emotional and I'm trying not to cry. But um, yeah. I just get so emotional because I had her here my whole life with me and right. she is gone. Right, right. And it's, and it's hard. And I feel like it's sometimes I'm not good enough alone. And I lost her. And, um, You're good like enough. I'm alone. not good enough by myself without my sister. Well, I can tell you right here today, you're definitely good enough. God, I'm sorry. No, you're no, fine. Okay. You're fine. Okay. You got any? Um, can you grab a tissue for? Like, um, yeah, some in here. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, you're good, and um, you're you're definitely good enough. Um, I I follow you, your 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 movement, your brand. I feel like it's so inspiring. Uh, Thank you. You coming up here being able to talk about something like this, most people cannot Thank you so much. build it up in them to be able to speak like you're doing right now. So I commend, I commend you, uh, Thank you a lot. I'm so, sorry. I just get, this is such an emotional subject. Yeah. I think I'll always be forever emotional about it. Just, right. um, but my whole life changed and yeah, I'm, I'm building it back. Cause I realized, you know what? Yeah, it might be different, but I got to do it. And, I just can't stop going and I'm so blessed that I have a willpower in me that won't allow me to give up and won't allow me to give up on my music Mm -hmm. or my acting or inspiring people because all I've ever wanted to do in my life was just help one person, inspire one person with my music. Yeah, And I feel like it's a blessing that I've inspired at least one person and that's just a fulfillment in my heart that I've always wanted. Right. And yeah. Well, you I want to help people that. the way that Michael Jackson helped me. And if sharing my story and my struggles helps with that, mm-hmm. then I'm absolutely going to continue doing that. And that's why I appreciate you having me here and giving me an opportunity to have a voice. Absolutely. And your, your voice is needed. I just want to let you know that because a lot of people experience things like you have experienced and they can't articulate it and put it into words like you have. And it be took so a long vulnerable. time. It took yeah. a long time for me to yeah. be able to speak about it. Right. Yeah. Understood. And, um, you know, it's, you're being a voice for the voiceless, you know, and that's so important. Um, cause everyone can't get up here and talk. You got these lights in front of you, you know, you make you just feel some type of way, but you're looking at the overall you know, how you can be an inspiration for others. And how I can just be a better person. Yeah, yeah, because this is therapeutic. You know, at the end of the day, you'll be able to get these things out. These are some more weight that can maybe be just pulled off you. because often I feel like I don't really want to burden people in my life by speaking about it when I feel sad about Mm -hmm. it or because I feel like I'm just annoying bringing it up. And um, so it's nice to just release it on a podcast and get yeah. it over with and get it out of my system. And, um, cause I really don't want to sit here and just think about it. Yeah. My whole yeah. Life, like I've been saying, but right. Um, right. so that's why I never gave up on my music, even though I had, I, I lost my record deal. I had really nothing. Um, but 
something in me just told me to keep going and I thank God for giving me the strength to do that. Mm-hmm. And um definitely Michael Jackson played a role in it, always does, like I said. Just getting back up, being resilient. Right. Right. Just keep going, man, one day at a time, you know? Yeah, one day at a time. Yep, exactly. Keep one moment forward. at a time for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wanted to pivot also because we have another segment in the show called uh, Love, Respect. What's the other one, T.O.? Loyalty. Or loyalty. Love, loyalty, or respect. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? So, you basically let me know out of these three choices, which one would you choose? I'm going to give you a scenario. You let me know if these... You will prefer this person to love you, uh, to have loyalty, or respect you. Okay. You with me? Okay, so it's love, loyalty, respect. Yep, love, okay. loyalty, or respect. So, you got your, you know, matter of fact, with this young man that's in this building today, you got a significant other, right? <laughs> What's the most important in a relationship with your significant other? Love, loyalty, or respect? That's hard. Oh, it's hard now. <laughs> oh. Think about it now. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> oh, gosh. You guys are difficult. Just <laughs> um, to choose one. Yeah. Uh, respect. Ooh. Let me know why. I feel like it's very important to respect people, and even if you aren't dating them or with them, but respect is always very important. And yeah. If you're a respectful person, I feel like that will lead to loyalty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, respect is very, very important. You have to respect your significant other and respect their space and what they want and how they are, who they are. And Absolutely. I feel like that can lead to loyalty and love, of course. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Lead with respect. All right. So, love, loyalty, or respect? When it comes to if you have children. I have children. Oh. Love, loyalty, or respect. Love. I mm. wanna give them I wanna give them an amazing childhood that I didn't have. I wanna give them all the love in the world and give them inspiration to be who they wanna be and definitely just brighten their world and be an amazing mother. I can't wait to have children. I've always wanted to adopt children. It's not my time now. Guys, got to still get my (laughs) career together and everything. But, um, uh, I've always wanted to adopt kids since I was a child. And, um, I just feel like I want to give a child that didn't, that doesn't have a home, Mm -hmm. an amazing home with lots of love. And of course, respect will be there and loyalty, but, Love, number they one. deserve to be loved and have a family where yeah. they feel that they belong and that they're loved. Yeah. I don't want any child just sitting there and thinking, oh, I'm I'm unloved. Right, What's right. wrong with me? Because yeah. I was that child when my father left. I, I thought, that's what I was thinking. Like, because if your father leave out, you know, out of nowhere, does that make you feel like, okay, was I not worthy yeah, of being loved? Yeah, it made loved? me feel like, uh, did you even love me to begin with? Like, what did I, did I do something wrong? Like, is it my right. cystic fibrosis that right. made you leave? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I never want a child to feel unloved like that, ever. I never yes. want them to sit in a closet in their room and cry. I mean, they can if they if they need to. Right. But I never want them to feel like they have done something wrong right. to, to not deserve love. Right. Mm. Not They can go in a closet and cry, but not due to 
them feeling like yeah, a lack not of due love to me, not due to me. Right, yeah. right, right. And if they want to go in the little closet and cry like I did, I'll I'll make my way into that little closet with them and give them. Yeah, lots we all can love. cry. Let's all cry together. It's important. Like that's a release, and that's another thing. Like with men, like ain't nothing wrong with crying, fellas. If you need to cry, you need to let it out, man. Like let it out for I real, for real. Completely agree. Like for real, for yeah, real. Some like, people just hold it in, man, and just build up and build up, and sometimes it becomes something else. Right. Some people yeah. just think that crying is weakness when it's actually not. I think it makes you stronger because you're actually validating your emotions yeah. and and dealing with them. Then you can grow from them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so last one: love, loyalty, or respect with your best friend. Loyalty. Mm. Your, your your answers are making sense loyalty because i want to have a best friend that will be there for me as i'm there for them mm-hmm. and care for me as i care for them and i can tell them anything and they won't open their mouth to other people and tell right. other people my business like i would never do that to them right and um so loyalty is very important in friendships i feel and I want to know if you're going to stay like you say you are or mm-hmm. if you're just going to disappear. Yeah. Seeing is believing. Yeah. Seeing is believing. <laughs> I'll see you one second and then you're gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. That's so, so important. So how can people find you, listen to your music, things like that? How can they really tap into what Jessa Furches has got going on? Well, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Jessa Loves MJ, J-E-S-S-A. L-U-V-S-M-J. Um, all of my content is on there. Um, there's links to my music. Of course, podcasts and interviews like this. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is on there. So if you just go to my Instagram page, you can find basically anything. Absolutely. So you guys know where exactly to find her. It was a definitely pleasure having you on today. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking the time to come chill with us and drop some game because that's so, so important and be vulnerable. Can I say oh, something please. real quick? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I don't go need ahead. to interrupt. No, do you think? I just want to say everyone's watching this. Thank you for watching this and listening to my story. Um, please learn how to spread more love into the world instead of hatred. Just take a look at yourself and realize how you would want to be treated and realize that this world is full of hatred and negativity and injustices and we don't need any more hatred towards anyone. Just please spread the love and spread kindness. It's so easy. It's so much easier and it's such a light weight instead of carrying anger and resentment and hatefulness. Um, so I just wanted to say that. Just please... Always spread love. What? It's all for the love. What are you talking about, man? L-O-V-E. Absolutely. That's how you reach the highest point, people. So until next time, you guys hold it down. Don't let it hold you. Peace. Peace out. Baby, baby. (laughs) Peace out. The Highest Point Podcast. More than a pod, it's a lifestyle. Lifestyle, lifestyle.